Hello, it's another episode of La Vita Podcast. I am your host, Danny L. The Black Velvet. And today butters on the life of a single lady. Life of a single lady. How could a beautiful woman like he'll still be single are these guys blind how could they let you go okay wait a minute do you like the single life are you afraid of love i heard that you are pursuing a phd you want to become harder to get huh what are you looking for you are chasing this many ways why are you so independent you need a man to take care of you are you opening yourself up to love are you putting yourself out there when, when was the last time you went out on a date do you even go out or you expect the man to fall like manna from the heaven have you considered online dating see my friend just met a lovely man online you never know <laughs> could it be maybe because you are always working yes maybe you should date someone from work mm-hmm. listen my child i want to carry my grandchildren i'm not getting any younger i don't really get this isn't there someone you at least like oh you are not over your egg perhaps you are being too picky hey you know you can talk to me right do you ever get lonely <laughs> Please give me a breather. <laughs> if you are not familiar with these questions, then you were not single for too long. But if you can relate, I can say for a fact that you are most likely constantly dodging questions from peers, siblings, cousins, fathers, mothers, and of course, grandmothers, whose one goal in life is to see their grandchildren marry off and make babies. It's no secret that we live in a world that places a premium on happily ever after. Our society often sees coupling up as the coolest thing to do. And people think that if you're not in a relationship, you are missing out. I went straight to the source to find out. And today, I have a guest, single at 41, never married, no children yet, who will tell us more about her life as a single lady. So, sit back and enjoy this segment. You may want to grab a notepad or your pen and your paper. Hey ma'am, it's so good to have you here on La Vita Podcast. Thank you so very much. It's an honor and a pleasure to be a part of this conversation and I'm looking forward to having these discussions. Okay, let's get started. So, living in a society that places so much bounty on being married, getting married, how do you cope with a single lady thingy? Oh, I'm cool. I'm I'm cool with it. I mean, I'm single. I'm 41. 
I really don't have a problem. I think maybe because of my background or so. So my family members, they're really supportive. There has never been an issue of, oh, you're single and aunt calling you here. And then uh, my mom is late. So maybe that has added to it. So I don't have this, you know, constant reminder that I am single or anything. And as far as I'm concerned, my family is the most important thing. Okay. Most guys these days seem to be slackers. It's either they're sending their friends to help ask you out or they are just hanging around you without really saying anything. If you find a guy like that, whom you really like, would you ask him out officially? If I find a guy that I like, no, I will not ask him out officially. I'm too old school for that. I'm too, I'm too traditional. I may, I would show you that I like you, yes. I will be friendly, yes. I will make myself available, yes. But I will not ask you out officially. No, that one is not part of my upbringing. What do you think two people must have in common to connect with each other? I can't really say there's one thing that they must have in common, but I think uh, the more things two people have in common, it's to their advantage. So your interests, your religion or your spiritual views, your social interests, your hobbies. I think whatever it is that can make you spend time together and enjoy each other's company, I think it will help um, people to connect more you know, with each other. What can a woman bring differently to the table apart from sex? Ah, a woman can bring many things. <laughs> yeah, right? A woman can bring many things apart from sex. As I said, conversation, intellect, education, experiences, fun, dance. I, I, I do salsa classes. I go hiking. I go to the museum and art gallery. I sit down. I look at art i go for stage plays conversations like these are things that you can just have fun with and the last thing on your mind actually is sex i mean you do all that have fun at the end of the day you go to your house he goes to his house all of you will sleep tomorrow you continue having the fun so there's so much more you know that you could bring in like intellectual you know levels and all Mm. intellectual levels that makes sense Have you ever thought you were being too picky? Do you see yourself dropping or lowering your standards just to get a man? Yes, I've I've thought of it that maybe I've been too picky. That's why I'm still single. But on the other hand, you know, I, I sat down and I thought about all the people that I've dated in the past. I'm not really... Um, into dating people like you know back-to-back dating so I could have three years four years gap before I date another person and I looked at it and I asked myself was it because I was too picky that's why I didn't work out no I broke up with all those people based on you know real reasons like concrete reasons and I'll probably do the same if the same you know things happened today so I wouldn't say I have any standards to drop no my standards for getting a man are, are basic it's the basic things that anybody would ask for anybody should ask for so no i don't think i have any plans of lowering any standards what's that one most important thing just one thing to say the least 
that your partner must have in common with you? Oh, I would really love for him to be a Christian. Yes you know have this um, spiritual understanding so that we're on the same wavelength for me i think that's that's one thing does age matter in a relationship or marriage yes or no how so in a relationship or marriage mm-hmm. yep i wouldn't know honestly speaking i can't say yes or no because it's it's a different strokes what do they say different strokes for different folks for me it matters because over time I've come to realize that it matters. So I have attempted dating uh, guys that were really younger than me. I've dated guys two, three years. I'm comfortable in that zone. Two, three years younger than me. I'm comfortable in that zone. I attempted a 10 year gap and I couldn't. I just couldn't cross it. As I said earlier, I'm, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. <laughs> So for me, yes, age difference matters in a relationship or a marriage. And I think it matters because, um, number one, I'm, I'm older, I'm more mature. I've had so many experiences in life. I've traveled, I've seen so many things. So age, yes, add to the experience of a man. You cannot take that away from who a man is. So if you're so young, I will not believe that you have had so many experiences in life for us to be, you know, at par on that level of relationship and conversation. So I think it, it matters. Mm, okay, right. Let's move on. Do you ever get lonely? Oh, do I ever get lonely? I don't think so. I don't know if I get lonely. I'm always so busy. I like my space. I can be very loud and you know in the middle of a party but i always really love my space i think I, I i terribly enjoy my company so sometimes i could be alone yes but lonely no i have fun all by myself hmm did you hear that alone not lonely i wish many more singles understood this mm, that's a lesson right there what do you think is the most crucial thing for a healthy relationship? For a healthy relationship, communication. Being able to talk. Talk about every and anything. Just talk. If you're angry, say it. If you're upset, say it. Don't walk away thinking that the other person should know what you're thinking or they should read minds or start forming a fizzy and you know, just shut down and lock down on the other person. No, just, just talk. Just say what you're thinking. Like time is going man there's no time to be spending it with you know just wasting time like you no know, relationship should be sweet so just talk communicate mm, relationship should be sweet so just talk mm -hmm. how do you know when you are in love mm. Mm. i like the sound of that i love it <laughs> how do i know when i'm in love eh the butterflies <laughs> i know people say that eh, is a butterfly that will chop but see you or me i cannot do without those butterflies like i need to feel the butterflies fluttering inside it has to be there oh. those butterflies i have to feel it nisha that's how i know when i'm in love like it has to be there that's how i shall know when i'm in love <laughs> future hobby please take notes oh, oh my goodness <laughs> life of a single lady 
Do you think it's okay to settle down at an early age, or should people get more experience before making a choice? Can one ever be fully prepared to settle down? I don't know if you can ever be prepared to settle down because、um, I've seen people that are getting divorced after twenty years, thirty years. So, what kind of experience could they have needed? If you can get married at an early age, please do it. I like, you know, all those.、Uh, it was a high school sweetheart, you know. At an early age, really, it's people that you played with, people that saw you at your worst. You're not yet at your best. It definitely saw you at your worst. You know, secondary school mates, university mates. For me, I'm all for early age. If you can get married 22, 23, I mean, please do it. I don't think you need experience to settle down. The experience you need, it's it's being committed to the life that you want to create with your partner. I think that's that's where the work comes in. But to settle settle down at an early age, yes, do it. Hmm. Right. Weddings up and weddings. The ivies never stop rolling in. Does it bother why it's not you? Oh, I don't have a problem why it's not me. <laughs> not at all. I love attending weddings, especially the church services. I love listening to the vows, you know, and all that. I I don't really do receptions, but I love the church services. I love a solemn, you know, moment. I love seeing the look in the eyes of the bride and the groom. Ah, you are so sweet, <laughs> and you are such a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Do you think being financially independent as a single woman is a threat to a single guy? Yeah, it will be a threat to a single guy who has a problem with his self worth and his self confidence. So, if a single guy feels threatened, then、um, he's not the one for you. You move. Uh huh. You move. <laughs> Still on moving. Are you single and happy, unhappy, indifferent? I don't know. <laughs> What category do you fall into? I am single and happy. Very, very happy. I think I'm too happy. So it's a problem for some people. Like, how can you be single and be this happy? <laughs> If you're happy, you're happy. You carry the happiness into the marriage. If you're not happy, you're not happy. You still carry that seeing you into the marriage. I don't know if marriage has ever made anybody happy. I'm yet to see it. Anyway, happy people end up happy, and happy people still remain unhappy. Don't marry. What would you miss most about being single when you eventually tie the nuptial knots? Hmm. I think being able to just jump up and travel. Like I could sit down and just think of going to. Kilimanjaro. I'm actually thinking of that for 2021, you know.、Mm. And I'm not thinking, oh, who will I ask? Can I take permission? Will they allow me? All I'm thinking of is how much do I need to save, and then I plan my holidays and I go. I think being able to just jump up and go, I will definitely miss that. I can never be with a man who. I can never be with a man who lies. I have a problem with people who lie. Just be honest. You're an adult. Nobody's going to beat you. Why are you lying? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Two hours later, I'm on the way. One hour later, two days later, I'm on the way. No, no. You're an adult. Please behave like one. It shock you. <laughs>
if you meet a man who naturally gives you that singly feeling that makes your heart skip a beat, that makes you giggle, you know, the yin to your yang, but can hardly control his emotions, would you damn the consequences and go on to be with him? Uh, when you say control his emotions, like anger, <laughs> anger, right? No, 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 no. I cannot, oh, I cannot be with him. <laughs> the butterflies will fly away on their own. <laughs> you must be able to control your emotions. And for me, emotions include your anger, your emotions when you see food. You know, when 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 you, when some people see food, they start like um gyrating. <laughs> no, control it. Control your hunger, control, you know, control all those things. Even control your sexual urges towards me when you're away. Because for me, if you can control it, then even when we're married and we're apart, it means you have self-control. So no, I won't just follow you. Mm-mm, I won't. Hmm. Wow. Is there any relationship between love and sex? I guess there's a relationship between love and sex. There's definitely a relationship between love and sex. But in my religious beliefs, um, sex comes after marriage. So yes, I'm in love with you. Hooray! I will get married. Then we combine love and sex. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Ooh, ooh. I can feel it in my body. <laughs> we are having such a good time on this episode of La Vida Podcast. And it's the life of, of a, a single lady. So, how important is money in a relationship? Money is important too because <laughs> even me as I'm single like this, I use money. Money is important to me. Yes, because um, it is not just about me, it is also about the people around me. I love giving. If I love you, I give. If you're in need, I give. If you're in a relationship, you should give. I should give you. You should give me. If you have, give. If you don't have, give your time. There's always something to give. So it's important. Yes, it's important, but it's not like the most. That's the only thing. Like, oh, if you're broke, then there's no relationship. No, it's part of it. It's part of living. You need money to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you date a financially broke guy who you perceive has a sound future? How can you sense or how do you define that future? A financially broke guy. If you're financially broke, I will first and foremost want to know how you became financially broke. Is it your choices? Is it your lifestyle? Was it a bad investment? Uh, what are you doing about it right now are you just uh, lying down on your couch talking about past glory and all the mega plans you have are you willing to start small are you are you comfortable with the small that you have are you content with what you have contentment for me is key so i will i'll have to look at you know all these things to help me make you know like an informed choice basically that's how i will know how the future will be so in future assuming okay hey, we're all doing great and then suddenly bam we go broke what are you going to become will you become angry irritated will you just sit down waiting for the next miracle happen to happen or are you just going to are you going to go out there you know and move on move on move to the next thing yep that makes a lot of sense 
There's a saying that what an elder sees, sees in. A child cannot see even though she climbs a mountain. This boy you brought home is good, but I don't see a good future with him for you. At 41, you finally take a man home and your mother tells you this. What would you do? Uh, my mother has told me to break up with a guy before. I was not 41 then, of course, but she told me to break up with a guy. I went home, I cried, and then I wrote him a long letter, and then we broke up. At 41, you have to give me reasons. Tell me what it is that you're seeing. You can't tell me, oh, this guy, no, don't. You have to tell me why. I need to know why. And the why should make sense. The why should be the kind of why that if we carry that why to the church, the church will say, ah, this why is true. Please break up with this person. So yes, I respect um, elders. I respect what they know. I, I respect their experiences and all. And yes, I will listen. I will listen. Just make sure you tell me the why. What percentage of money do you think a woman should contribute to her wedding? Or should a man bear all the financial burden? Honestly speaking, I don't have a problem with just 20 people, you know, being at my wedding. Like this lockdown was the perfect thing. And then when I heard people were postponing their wedding because of lockdown, I was like, ah, see opportunity, where's the man? <laughs> so no, I will not, I'm not one for like, oh, it must be lavish, it must be big, it must be 500 people in a big hall. Can we afford it? No. Number one for me itself is the honeymoon. How much have we set aside for the honeymoon? How much do you have? How much do I have? I don't have a problem like contributing and everything, but it, it has to be sensible. It has to be sensible expenses. We cannot spend beyond our means, the two of us. I mean, two of us are supposed to become one, right? Right. Great. So I don't have a problem with contributing towards, towards my wedding, towards our wedding, whatever percentage, as long as the need is there and it is a sensible need. I am not all about an expensive wedding. Don't come and ask me to foot a wedding that you, you cannot afford. No. If you want an expensive wedding, knock yourself out. Foot it. Please be calming down. <laughs> when was the last time you said no to a guy and why? As time went by, did you regret your action? Maybe I shouldn't have said no. Things could have changed. I said no because the age gap was too much. So I tried, I tried to psychologically tell myself, oh, you can do this. Age is just a number. I read on it. I listened to people's opinions and all that. But inside, it, it just wasn't me. It's either you can do it or you cannot do it. And I couldn't do it. So I told him, I'm really sorry, but I cannot. It, it just, that each thing just keeps popping up in my head. It just keeps popping up in my head. It's, it's, it's me. So that was it. I have no regrets because um, I've spent the whole time, you know, analyzing and thinking. And so I have no regrets. No. Am I missing the friendship? Yes, I am missing the friendship. But um, I think the age thing was becoming bigger than the friendship. Oops, I love you and I'm ready to manage. What attributes are you willing to overlook in a prospective partner? As you know, we can't have it all. Uh, I don't know. I think um, 
we all have our baggage but as far as um you have a teachable spirit i have a teachable spirit as long as both of us are we we agree we accept that yes these are the issues and we believe that we can be better i think i can overlook some present you know attitudes and stuff that um we have especially if we if i see that you know even before the the, the, the marriage we are already working on it together sexual promiscuity sha i don't know if i can overlook that one because um it's like i don't know how to say it but, <laughs> but it's as if that um the thing doesn't used to become completely born again like that i don't know sha but <laughs> that one i don't know if i can overlook it Mm-mm, i don't and then beating if you are prone to anger and just lashing out and hitting people I don't know if I can overlook those ones. They need serious counseling, you know. So you have to dedicate time. So if you can put in the the work, you know, before the the marriage, say three months, six months, you're willing to go for counseling and everything. Why not? Have you ever dated someone out of pity? Do you think anything good can come out of such relationship? No, I've never dated anybody out of pity. And because the point of pity will pass now. So the day that you don't pity the person, uncle, one day you will regret it. You will wish like, I wish I didn't do this. At what point in your relationship can you say it is over? Uh, I can say it's over when you stop talking to me. So I've had the relationships where, not relationships, I two, two actually, there was this sudden silence. You're not telling me anything. I ask you what's up, what's the problem? Oh, it's fine, everything is fine. Yeah. You don't reach out to me, you don't talk to me, you're going through something, I'm trying to reach out, I'm trying to after a while I start fading. I fade into the background. How do you know when it's time to continue holding on or time to let go a relationship with the opposite sex? I will continue holding on if you are also holding on. It's two people. It's me. It's you. It's us. It's either we are in it together or we are not in it together. I'll hold on if you tell me you're holding on too. Maybe there's some issues or some things that we need to work on and you're willing to do that. Fine, I'll hold on. I, I tend to pour myself into whatever I do, you know. So if you're not fully in it, I can let go. Do you have any knowledge or insights into marriage? What can you say about it, really? Well, the knowledge or insights that I have into marriage is just what I have seen from people and what I have read. Uh, my parents were divorced when I was still small, three years. So I cannot say I, I saw, you know, like marriage, you know, firsthand. What I saw from my uncles and my aunts, to be honest, it wouldn't make me want to get married. No. I love watching romantic movies. Aww, um, she's <laughs> blushing. I love a, a love story, but I've also seen a reality. I've seen my sister and her husband. And um, I think the the most um, knowledge or insight that I have gotten from all this is... Um, and then, I, yeah, I, I also got this word from a pastor at a wedding. He said, um, love is not love without commitment mm-hmm. to decide to be committed from the very beginning even before you take the vows i think that is really important 
if you are committed and i am committed to making it work i think that's the most important thing that i have learned you know from from books from looking at relationships from looking at people that have broken up okay here we go <laughs> is marriage an achievement <laughs> i've heard that question <laughs> marriage is an achievement it is an achievement because <laughs> my MSc I know what I went through when I got a certificate it was an achievement marriage is a lifetime is a lifetime I'm not talking about the wedding I'm talking about marriage sticking to it 10 years 15 years 20 years it is an achievement a wedding I mean anybody can have a wedding it's just one day but marriage is an achievement and if if you've made it work like you should be proud of yourself you should be happy that that you made it work that that you stayed with it that you were committed to it it is an achievement what's your take on divorce as i said my parents <laughs> my parents were divorced when i was 3 uh was it cool growing up with um a single parent no divorce is not is not a sweet thing it is not a palatable thing the parents suffer the children suffer i know what my mom went through raising four of us alone but there are still instances where life happens a husband is threatening to kill a wife a wife is threatening to kill a husband please go when your life is at stake go when your mental health and your mental wealth and well-being is at stake please go wow Indeed, divorce is never a palatable thing. So, rounding off in a bit. But before you go, it's a crazy circle. The singles want to get married, the married want to be single again. Have you ever come across this statement? What do you think it really means? And the grass is always greener, you know, on the other side, but as they say, it all depends on how you um what are your your lawn enjoy enjoy the faces of life every face in life is to be enjoyed being single is to be enjoyed being married is to be enjoyed you want to be single enjoy being single so that when you get married you know that ah you had a wonderful time being single if you get married it's work while you are working enjoy being married there are definitely days that you will miss being single but if you are married and um you are at the point where you so miss being single and you are not seeing anything amazing in being married then that's a problem because marriage should be enjoyed life should be enjoyed as i say life should be enjoyed not endured hmm seems like you have your life all figured out <laughs> it's really nice and quite impressive okay here's a teaser repeat 2020 or go back to your ex Repeat twenty twenty or go back to your ex. I will. I'll go back to my ex. He was an amazing guy. He was a good guy. Ooh la la! <laughs> But don't be asking me this kind of question, please. That's so funny. <laughs> you see, I meant it when I said to grab a notepad or a pen and a paper. This was indeed swell and definitely not easy to come by. People have been there, done that. Yet, the quest 
to being single and sane in our society today is sometimes far-fetched. I do hope that someone out there has benefited a thing or two from this session. But most importantly, I hope that we find answers to those hidden questions. Thank you so much for letting us into your beautiful world. It's been such an amazing time with you. Well, I hope someone has grabbed something. Yeah, most definitely. Thank you so, so very much for having me. Thank you. I am most um, honored. Have a pleasant day. It's my pleasure. You too. Have a beautiful day. It's been such an amazing time on this episode of La Vita Podcast, where we dived right into the life of a single lady. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of La Vita Podcast. I am your host, Danny L. The Black Velvet. Savita airs every Sunday at 3 p.m. Nigerian time. For a follow-up on all our activities, or if you'd like to reach out to talk or share life matters in between episodes, do in short to follow La Vita Podcast on all her social media handles on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at La Vita Podcast. La Vita, explore the life. Mm-hmm.